Everyone in town knows about the Jingle Jangle Man. They say he lives behind the thorns, at the edge of the deep dark wood. They say he grants wishes to those brave enough to call him. They say he'll cut off your skin and wear it like a jacket. But they say a lot of things. They can't all be true. It started the day my stepdaddy, Marlin, took my dog out for a drive and came back with blood on his shirt. I begged Mama to do something to help me, but she said, Shush up now. Don't let Marlin hear you. That was when I ran, all the way to Granny's house. Please, why won't you tell me the words? I squeezed her wrinkly hand, my body one big ache. I wanted my dog. I wanted Marlin to go away and never come back. I wanted a miracle. Granny considered, rolling a cigar between her teeth. It's a fool story, boy. Nothing more. Go on to bed. But I know he grants wishes. Everyone says he does. Wishes don't come free. There's a price to pay. A terrible price. Granny narrowed one eye, blowing a ring of smoke. What else do you know? I know that if I go up to the thorn bushes and say the magic words, he'll appear, and then he'll grant my wishes, and it'll be like Marlin never existed. Then I'll find my dog, and Mama and I can be happy again. I paused out of breath. You hate Marlin too, Granny. I know you do. Hate is a nasty word, and nasty words bring trouble, Granny said. You forget all about that devil's story. Promise you will. Okay, Granny. I promise. I didn't want to lie, but I had no choice. So that evening, when Granny fell asleep with a pile of cigar stubs in her lap, I slipped into her room. I knew about the box of old notebooks and diaries. And I knew Granny. She wrote everything down. Especially secret things. Sure enough, in a dusty diary, with cracked leather cover, I found the words I needed. After that, it was easy to sneak out and trek across town, all the way to the edge of the deep, dark wood. I've been sitting here for a while now, overlooking a wall of thorns. Fog rolls past in lazy spirals, like huge, faceless ghosts. My lungs seize as a shadow moves behind the thorns all thin and hunched and made of bone. It's him. I know it is. The answer to all my problems. Screwing up my courage, I take a deep breath and I recite the words Granny wrote. Jingle, jangle, skin and bone, meat and worms and rotten stone. It sounds silly out loud, like a children's rhyme, but I keep going. Jingle, jangle, rib and claw. Open wide your filthy maw. A warm breeze blows aside the fog, and for a moment a band of dusky sunlight touches my face. It settles on my cheeks and soothes the ache in my fingertips. I start to laugh, my sudden fear draining away, because how could any of this be real? Then I heard it. Clink, clank, clank.
like wet bones rattling in the bottom of a well. It comes closer. Clank. 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 I see him. Silhouetted black against the late evening sun. He breaks through the thorn bushes and lopes over the dead brush, dragging a burlap sack. Up above, the clouds part, and he grins. Strips of flesh dangle from his jaw, blowing to and fro in the wind. Black beetles crawl along his ribcage and down his spine. My eyes drop to the sack trailing behind his decomposing feet. It isn't burlap at all, but a drooping lump of human skin, festered and cracked, leaving a trail of juices in its wake. I freeze, squeezing my arms tight around my chest. He's coming closer. Closer. He's here. His putrid stink fills my nostrils, and the sound of him wriggles in my ears. An entire orchestra of sound. There's the clink, clank, clink of dry, forgotten bones. The ticking of insect legs and shells, and the rustle of papery wings. Add to that the whistle of wind through empty eye sockets. And finally, the slush, slush of wet skin gliding over dead grass. Put it together and you've got the jingle jangle man. A strand of greasy hair brushes my forehead and I stop breathing. I peek between my fingers and see his face. The skin all rotten and melting. A single eyeball dangling by a pink cord. He reaches for me, and I'm sure he plans to pull up my intestines, wear them like a scarf. But instead, he pats my head. Thank you. I'm free. Lips numb. I whisper in his moldy ear. I can't tell if he hears my wish or not, but I'm relieved as he moves away, disappearing into the deep, dark shadows. I stay in the woods till the sun dies out, letting my pea-soaked shorts dry in the wind. I throw up twice in a thornbush, imagining what I'll find when I get back home, wondering if maybe Granny was right. The hatred I felt toward Marlin has already turned cold and hard inside my chest. Maybe the Jingle Jangle Man didn't hear my wish. Maybe. The neighbors are waiting at the edge of the field when I return. Granny's there, too. She drags me into her arms. I warned you, and now look what you've done. Her gaze drifts to Mama's house, and I know the Jingle Jangle Man must be inside. My wish. Everyone jumps as a scream rips the air, followed by a long, eerie silence. Nobody moves, apart from the crickets and the flickering torches. It's full-on dark now, but I see him by the torchlight as he exits the house. His bones look different, plumper somehow. Despite Granny's pleas, I step closer. He wears a piece of skin tied around his waist like a belt, and another draped jauntily about his neck. He walks toward me, and that's when I see a glimpse of his feet, no longer rotting and bare, but encased in fleshy slippers. I recognize the hairy knuckles and the twisted sixth toe. 
those belong to Martin, I say, gazing up and up into his horror of a face. He's wearing Marlin's nose on a string around his neck, and a familiar blue eyeball sits crooked in his left socket, oozing white pus. My wish. Army, he says, his voice wet and burbling. His eyes pass greedily over my skin, and he splays his bony fingers, wanting payment. One by one, the neighbors hang their heads. There's a hush as Granny faints, her body dropping almost peacefully to the grass. I want to help her, but a hand closes around my wrist. A hand with one of Marlin's fingers held on with a strip of duct tape. For me. I can tell he wants me to give him something, but what? I reach into my pocket and offer him the only thing I can find. A stick of gum with a ball of fuzz stuck to the tip. He blinks, and his left eye plops onto the grass at my feet. Special, he says, cocking his head. Must be special. I don't have anything else, I say, watching as my neighbors turn and walk away. I promise, nothing but the skin on my back and this ugly house and... I'll take that, says the Jingle Jangle Man. What? He drops the fetid skin sack he still carries and caresses my cheek. A little small, but it will stretch. Time is different now, behind the thorn bushes. Slower. Mostly, I pace back and forth, count the beetles crawling over my ribs. The skin sack is heavier than I imagined, probably because it includes bits of marlin, along with all the rest. Still, I drag it here and there, spend hours flicking away the flies. Before, I wondered why he kept it, the spoiled, leaking hunk. Now I know, it gets cold at night with the wind whistling through your bones. Some days, if I'm lucky, Granny comes to visit. My poor, poor boy, she says, peering at me from the shadow of an old oak. Come closer, Granny, I say, reaching my hand to the tangle of thorns, bits of skin catch and peel off the bone. Granny's ancient shoulders sag. I warned you to stay away. Now you're trapped. Like the last one, and the one before that. Then call me, Granny. You know how. So I can be free. With great effort, she stands and arranges her long skirts. Evil's never free. But it's me. I'm not evil. I would never hurt you. A chilly wind rattles the dead branches and I pull the skin sack closer to my chest. Granny, I'm cold. I watch as she considers. Slowly, reluctantly, she sits back down on the grass and begins to recite. Jingle jangle, skin and bone. I lean closer, my shriveled tongue dangling over my teeth. 
meat and worms and rotten stone. I reach a hand through the thorns, my fingers opening and closing, longing for the touch of warm flesh. Don't stop, I say, as Granny pauses, her wary eyes studying me in the morning sunlight. Please. With a long sigh, Granny continues, and my jaw drops open in a smile.